0: Hi,
1: Faith. How are you? How are you? I'm okay. Hey, you had a lot of work.
0: (laughs) I had a lot of work for somebody who, you know, knows some of the the flowers and some of the plants, but not many having, uh, you know, not lived here for terribly long. Going down that dirt road.
1: Welcome to Lake Placid, New York's Olympic Village. It's home of the 1932 and 1980 Winter Olympics. Welcome to the show. We are Lake Placid, brought to you by the Lake Placid News. I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people that make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Safe care right now. That's what you'll find at Adirondack Health. Many of you have delayed going to the doctor or the hospital during the pandemic. At Adirondack Health, they've taken specific steps to increase your safety like streamlining their check-in process and using high-tech disinfectant machines. Adirondack Health makes your safety their top concern. Learn more at adirondackhealth.org. That's adirondackhealth.org. It was a Tuesday, September 29th. I spoke with Faith Bowie-Brown. She's a volunteer at the Garden Club of Lake Placid, and she helped choose the winners for this year's Green Thumb Awards. Residential properties around Lake Placid with beautiful gardens. So that's what I asked her. Questions about how those award winners were chosen. So uh, how how many years have you been doing the uh, the Green Thumb Awards with Cherise?
0: Well, this is my second year. Uh, Last year, Linda Friedlander took was president um, last year, and that January, I had sent in several suggestions as not not only the green cum, but you know, the things and, and I was surprised when <laughs> you know, I, I put in a suggestion and then I was on the committee. Um so Sharice and I did it last year and then this year and I I found it fascinating. I mean it, it's really been been fun to see the different gardens and to, to look at the different areas of Lake Placid and uh, what what people have done with with their their gardens, and sometimes you know relatively simple uh, things are are just so attractive or the effort to me is important. You know, I don't care if it's a pot of flowers, just something to make make this area more beautiful. so
1: you selected ten residential properties for this award. How many prop right. how many properties did you actually look at?
0: Well, honestly. I would I, I will say we only had a few suggestions. We would asked people from the like the, the Garden Club to send in suggestions. We had uh, one woman who gave us one suggestion, which which we absolutely included. Another woman gave us three or four, and we selected one of those. Uh, a lot of this was either walking around or driving around. So, I, the only places that were very hard to see were, you know, were, we had to, it had to be visible from the road. I'm sure there's some amazing backyards that we never saw. But, I mean, my husband and I now walk the hills of Hillcrest. We walk over past Hurley's. You know, we, we try to avoid downtown the last few months. So, And, of course, I live on Signal Hill, so, you know, I've seen a lot of this. Uh, the number, I, I really don't know, Andy, but... A
1: lot. Yeah, a lot, and and these and just to be clear, these are residential properties. Uh, do, will the Garden Club be doing anything for business properties, or is it that just drive around and look at the businesses yourself, that sort of thing? Because a lot of the businesses put a lot of work into their flowers and their gardens.
0: And and you know, we that, as far as I know, is not on has not been on the agenda. I think it's an excellent uh, idea. I had suggested. Uh, because several of the gardens we saw were what I would consider professional gardeners, you know, people who make their living doing it for others, and they were amazing. But we tried to um, not, you know, include those just because we were trying to find a way to encourage the more normal resident to, to be part. But I think it's an excellent suggestion, and I like the idea of the resident of the business. When... Number of years ago, I was involved briefly with the Christmas decorations, and they had both—you know—they had both residential and business awards, which I think is appropriate. But I think it's an excellent suggestion. I the, the garden club's in a bit of a flux right now because obviously we had no uh, meetings this year due to COVID, and I saw a suggestion from Linda, although I think she's waiting, Linda Friedlander, the, the the outgoing president, that uh, we take a gap year next year, which is sad to me, but I, I certainly understand. So I don't know. Certain committees continue. Uh, Denise Aaronstone has been doing the garden pickup or the trash pickup on our designated two-mile walk from Dakshak out toward Raybrook. We pick our, up up garbage. The Triangle Garden has continued to work the area across from the horse show grounds. Um, I'm in charge of small gardens, and I have worked on the butterfly, the pollinator garden we have at the Arts Center. So, you know, the Garden Club, because of COVID, is is really not meeting. And we, uh, and obviously the Green Thumb, Sharice and I can safely distance and view properties. But I like the, I do, I think the idea of commercial properties, it's a little difficult to, and Charisse is excellent at this, because often many of the um, businesses hire beautification to do their work. And so it would be important to separate beautification from those businesses who actually do their own
1: plantings. Now, with the Green Thumb Awards this year, did you notice any differences between this year and last year? Did COVID actually bring more people into their gardens, or was it about the same?
0: I think so. I mean, I would say last year we we, we definitely had ten excellent winters winners, um, and we had some that you know probably could have or should have been right next nearby. We had ten runner ups. And we probably, well, actually, I think we probably had like 18 or 20s that could have been uh, runner, runners up. Charisse was very emphatic in that she was, we were trying not to give the same, but to give another green thumb to somebody who had just won or who had been repeatedly uh, recognized because we were, trying, we were trying to recognize people who had not been recognized for a while or ever. And that was probably the most interesting to me because th- there were some people who I don't think had had ever been recognized, or, or several, and and were thrilled, and 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 they should be. I mean, it, it really some people have work, worked very hard. And to answer your first question, the garden centers I think were overwhelmed with with requests for for both plants and for you know, soil and various things one needs. I I know my husband and I were over in Vermont at the, I don't remember the name of it. It's a big garden center right near the Essex, Charlotte Ferry. And I asked the man, you know, have you been busy? He said, he just looked at me with his blank stare. He said, oh my gosh, it's been like our best year in years. Um, we've run out of plants. We've run out of this. So... Yes, I think as people have had time and couldn't take vacations, if you know, they couldn't build a swimming pool or whatever, they they worked in their gardens, and I think it's it's very apparent.
1: Was there any um, any one of these ten that got the the award that really stood out for you that you liked the most?
0: Well, I've always loved the the little horseshoe cottage right on Mirror Lake. I mean, I, I my husband and I walk that every day it seems until COVID, um, and that that's just. Charming to me, but let's see. Uh, I'd never noticed the one on Grandview, but they have done a lovely job. I think the one, the two that that kind of stood out to me were over um, the one on Hurley, and Danielle was just charming. She she talked uh, about the house. Had, you know, it was an old house. It was from the. 1897 I think is I don't have the number right in front
1: of me
0: I had been owned by two sisters for 60 years Uh, and and she actually tracked it back she said she thought George Stevens had originally built it and she wondered if it was even for workers at their hotel because it was right near the train station and they and she talked about they have totally redone it in fact she said we bought it in 2006 and redid it, and she said, "You know, we're kind of almost at the point where we could redo things." You know, it's, I thought, "Oh my gosh, don't tell my husband that." Um, that that really stood out to me because just of her enthusiasm about her garden, and 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 when you first look at it, it it's a pretty simple approach, but it was just. So bright, and and she said she really delighted in helping or uh, bringing some cheer to the neighborhood, and people stopped her. The other one that that the uh, was on what's the name of it Winter Street. It was what caught my attention was the canoe, because I went first went by it in the car in early August, and this metal canoe was was out front with just huge amount of marigolds and it was just so bright and cheery, it's right on a corner. And so I nominated it and and I will say the house was under construction and and so, you know, it wasn't what you would consider a meticulous shard by any means. But I was just so taken with this canoe. And when we we actually went by the other day to speak to the owner, Joni, the the garden—you could tell the kids were all out there playing. She has these; she has several children. I'm not sure of one or two of her own children, but the neighborhood children were out playing, and and she talked about she has an incredible big vegetable garden at the edge of her property that is near the trampoline. I think I may have mentioned this in the article, but she said she loved it because the kids would be jumping and they if they wanted a snack. They'd run over and grab a piece of kale and chew on it and go back on the trampoline. I just. I mean, things like that were were charming to me. I just, you know, you you really don't know uh, until you stop and talk to people. Alice Bickford's house up on School Street, which I'd never passed because, I mean, you literally, you, you have to be going. It's a destination. It's not something you would casually drive by. I was fascinated because I noticed she had hibiscus plants in the front of her house. I think it's on the south side. Blooming when I saw this in August. And I was, I didn't know you could grow them up here. Those are definitely a Texas type of plant. And so when we did, we talked to her on the phone. And she said that uh, she explained how she had bought them four years ago, planted them in that location, severely cut them back in the winter, covered them. And every year, she said it takes a while till they get back up, you know, four or five feet. In uh, bloom, but uh, definitely worth it. One, I believe was pink and the other was a nice big red flower. Of course, the hibiscus only bloomed for one day. But it's you know, it's definitely a flower with, uh, that I was familiar with from Texas. Uh, but there each one, I mean, in talking, we were only able to talk directly to six of the people, one of the winners, was the sister of somebody else, and she gave us a little bit of information about her. And so the three that we weren't able to talk to, you know, we tried to do our best, but it, it's more fun when you can talk to the people and, you know, learn learn about their interest in gardening or how what, what they're doing.
1: How How about you, you have a garden at home?
0: Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> in fact, my husband, when we first moved up here, right after his father died, which was in 2002, we didn't want to buy his house, so Rick said, "Well, why don't we buy one of the condos? You know, the Harbor Condos." I said, "Well, I need a garden. I need a garden. You all, you know, you like to be out in the water, but I, I need a garden." So we, we do have a place, and I have a garden, and and my garden is not necessarily a planned, incredible garden. I mean, I think some of it is very nice, and other, others, I consider my my uh, work my work garden. I see what grows and what doesn't. Yes, I, I have. We have about—I don't think it's quite an acre, but most of it has something on it, growing on it.
1: Well, um, thanks, Faith. Uh, Faith Brown from the Garden Club of Lake Placid. She's the uh, Small Gardens Coordinator and has um, picked uh, ten Green Thumb Awards for 2020 with Shri Spixler, Executive Director at Lake Placid Beautification. Thanks for your time. Uh, I really appreciate the the talk.
0: Thank you. Happy gardening, everyone. <laughs>
1: For more on this story and the latest news in sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. We're on stands now. Or, if you insist, check us out online at www.lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Berggren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, and folk music at berggrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn, editor at the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid.